0: They're wearing, you know, you know, you used to know a fellow was drunk because he had a large stovepipe hat that sort of opened like a can at the top. Mm.
1: Yes, um, exactly. It was like he used to hat. have like a fingerless gloves.
0: Yes, yes. When that's when yeah, drunks that's... used to be easily identifiable. Like a drunk was was no one's dad. A drunk was just sitting on the street corner going, "All yeah, right." <laughs> <laughs>
2: If you if you're if you're doing the the stovepipe varietal with the fingerless gloves or the gloves with the fingers cut off they've got a bottle that says XXX on it yeah. they yeah. sure oh. do they um, sure do it was whereas, just more magical back then yeah.
0: like like in like in Rocky where he's walking the streets of Philadelphia at night and he runs mm-hmm. into a flaming trash can gang but they're just singing like a duop song
2: Take you back.
0: Do 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 do, do. Take, take you back. Hey man, fellas. Hey, hey fellas, you know, you're a tune. Hey fellas, you know you need if you need a base, you know who to call. I'm just doing Roddy Dangerfield again. Hey Adrian, I got no respect.
2: Uh, they say I can't go fifteen rounds, hey, uh <laughs>
1: You know they
0: say Mickey Mouse, I got Mickey the rat over here. Huh?
1: How am I supposed to go up all these steps when I can barely make it through twelve? They gonna I'm gonna eat
2: lightning and cra- uh, crap thunder. <laughs> Sounds like my wife's cooking. Let me, tell you. Oh, well, she, let me tell you, she. Whenever I got done punching the cow, she said, "Hey, go easy on it. That's our dinner for tonight, hey."
0: Women weaken legs, huh? Well, I've been married for 25 years. I got the strongest legs you ever seen.
1: I'm drinking <laughs> eggs in the morning because it beats my wife's breakfast. Let me tell you.
0: Let me tell you. Hey. Uh, yeah, that's good. Hey, you guys want to hear the good character I came up with uh, with some friends last night? Mm. You guys want to hear this good character? Yeah, yes. yes you just
2: reminded me, real quick. You just reminded me. We were talking about this in the chat. I need your guys' Dick Tracy villain characters. I know oh, I was Harry the Dicksonas. Dick Sonas. Yeah, your Dick Sonas. I need those. Dick Sonas, right. Yeah. Um, uh, before this day is over, I need those.
1: Yes, that, that I, is well, definitely a mission. Well, obviously, I'm loudmouth. I have loud mouth, a... Right. I have Ardman character proportions. I've got the kind of just, like sort of cylindrical head, and then, like, the two arcing cheeks. You sort of look like you have, like, a banana
0: in your mouth.
1: Yes. Yes. I'm, it's either <laughs> okay, a banana or, like, a large sausage sideways or a, like, whole slice of watermelon.
0: Oh, yeah. You definitely have a whole watermelon, a whole chunk of watermelon. Of
2: course, in that of pathway, course.
0: In that piece. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't know if I pitched one in the chat. I had a couple of ideas. Um, one was a guy named Squeegee McGee whose head looked like a squeegee that you would use to clean your windshield. And he's always, oh, okay. he's working for Big Boy Caprice and he's like, hey boss, you don't want to drive with a dirty windshield. And he goes, wee, wee, wee.
1: Wee.
0: Uh, which is good. And then, uh, but my other option, perhaps more realistic, was a, was a, was uh, I, as, a, as a tall man, I, I have been known to be called Stretch uh, by older mm. men in my lifetime. Mm. So just stretch sort of Winnigan's a generally good. stretched out sort of man. Just, yeah. just like a, a man with just longer
1: things about mm-hmm. him, length McGillicuddy. Yeah, that boy, that man got length. Say what you like about Say that what you like about him, but he's got length.
0: That fella has got inches. Let me tell you. Yeah, so one of Ooh, those. I think that thank would be my uh so.
2: You're so welcome. Uh, I, I need to know it for uh, art. art purposes.
0: Of course, phenomenal, phenomenal, phenomenal. Mm-hmm. But anyway, this 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 is the great character that yes. I came up with. I hear this uh, guy. Uh, last night. After seeing a friend's show, um, he uh, 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 worked for the Manhattan Project, but in this version of the Manhattan Project was done in actual Manhattan, New York. So he's like, hey, you know, we used to work on the Manhattan Project. You know, we's talking about fission. We's talking about fusion. And let me tell you, if it had been the Brooklyn mm. Project, wouldn't have gone down like that. <laughs> Fat Man and Little Boy, those are two guys I used to know. I honored them. But you get this? The fucking plane took off? The Anola Gay, dude. That's fucking. <laughs> oh my god. Dude, that's fucking. Dude, that's trash. Oh my god.
2: Oh Not worse to get dumped on
0: by something called the Anola Gay, dude.
2: The Anola. Anyway, that's,
0: my, that's my great new character.
2: There was.
1: Yeah, I know. This character has got lit. There was. Our high
2: school here. had a um a foreign exchange student from China. Uh-huh. And.
0: Oppenheimer, was like Weisenheimer. Yeah. <laughs> Our high school had a
2: foreign exchange student from China and because the um the, the 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 teaching the teachers in West Frankfort Illinois uh leave a lot to the quality of teaching and education you get leaves a lot to to be desired what? and uh and I'm no sure. one just like no one like kept an eye on this poor kid and that like like innocent person this innocent child that came over here from overseas no one kept an eye on them uh, to, like, make sure they didn't fall in with the wrong crowd. Um, and so, of course, they fell in with the wrong crowd who thought it would no. be very funny to teach a kid who doesn't speak any English all the cuss words.
0: Uh, right. A, a, a classic <coughs> kid maneuver. Right. And uh, yeah. and I
2: think about it all the time, and I wished I didn't. But one time I was in art class who I that I had with this kid from China. And these two other boys on the football team came in, and they were being very funny because they were holding hands, and it's very funny... For straight people to pretend to be gay—that's so so funny, right? I'm especially so especially if you're like a jock on the football yeah. team.
1: It, it's so funny to make two muscle-bound
0: boys as a joke. As a, a guy, so I love funny. to go up to all my football friends and I say, "What if we kissed as a joke?
2: What if we kissed as a joke? Yeah. What if we um, kissed, it,
0: dude, it would be so dude, it'd be so funny if so uh, we had funny. sex, yeah. if we had gay sex, that'd be um, really funny." And so,
2: uh.
1: What if you just got inside me right now, bro? What if you just just got inside me right now, dude?
2: Just dudes being dudes. Um, Just guys being.
1: What's better? Yeah.
2: So these these, uh, guys came in and they're holding hands because they thought it was really funny. And, uh, the the kid from uh, China, who was not taught, like, not taught well, just stands up and points at them Mm -hmm. and starts shouting, gay!
1: Gay! (laughs) Gay! (laughs) Like the, uh, l- 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 like one of the body yes. snatchers? Yeah, yeah, like, like Donald
2: Sutherland at the end of Invasion of the Body Snatchers, just shout, but shouting the word gay.
0: GAY! And, and I... <laughs> and you're next! There's no run right of the way!
2: Yeah. Uh, pride, pride months are always just, like, difficult for me, because I'll be walking around Target and I'll see their pride selection, and the first thing that pops in my brain is, GAY! Saying, gay. And I, of course, like, solidarity with our uh, LGBTQ plus uh, community. I'm an ally. But uh, unfortunately, it's just very funny for someone to do a Donald Sutherland at the end of Invasion of the Body Snatchers point (laughs) shouting, GAY! (laughs)
1: GAY!
0: You might want to cut that, Kev. Keep it in. Double it.
1: New theme song. New nope, theme song it is,
0: a, is a musically orchestrated version of that story. No, that anecdote.
1: Yeah. we're gonna uh, no, we're gonna auto tune. No. Uh, okay. okay. okay, okay. okay,
2: okay. Oh, we're
1: doing that mid mid twenty twenty
2: mid 2010s.
0: Next movies for babies is oh. he's climbing in your windows, snatching your people out. <laughs> <up. laughs>
1: Yeah, no, the next movie for babies is just going to be an ought-me- Next rhythm. movies for
0: babies. Uh, Frozen Elk Elsa, Sticky Bug Feet, Spider-Man <laughs> Baby. <laughs> next, next movie for babies. Algorithm. Ne-
1: next one is uh, Johnny Johnny, Beheaded.
2: <laughs> Sticky Bug Feet.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Frozen Elsa,
0: those that algorithmically generate- You know, that, those children YouTube shows that were never touched by a human
1: hand. <laughs> Oh my God! No, no, no! Yeah, yeah, no. Those, uh, those Spider-Man, Joker, yeah, pregnant Spider-Man, videos.
0: Joker, pregnant is is the next movies for me. Those,
2: those like, <laughs> someone like there's there's like Batman, Superman, Aquaman, Elsa, and like you know I can't remember Venom. who else was on the boat, but you know of course Elsa falls in the water, and I can't remember who. I think maybe the Joker came in and saved her, or maybe the Joker pulled her underwater. And I remember just like watching that and like, you know, Aquaman is right there. He is right (laughs) there. He can Um, No,
0: but the algo does not recognize Aquaman. It recognizes, you know, sort of a wet venom.
1: The algorithm loves CinemaSins, but it doesn't watch (laughs) it. No, it's been
2: on my list for a long time now. I've been meaning to 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 get into (laughs) CinemaSins. It just hasn't happened yet, you know. I've
0: I've been meaning to, to get to CinemaSins, but I do think it would take less than forty five minutes to tell me everything wrong with G.I. Joe retaliation. <laughs>
1: I, just I think used it to should like, take less time. I just remember there's this You'd think doing just a printed list would in fact be Absolutely. much quicker. All that video I, just, I just
2: remember like that era of like YouTube film criticism with like or then you know, like the nostalgia critic would come on and he's like Today I'm talking mm. about Pound Puppies the movie or whatever. And it's like, <laughs> and you as a viewer are like, oh, I wonder how Pound Puppies is.
0: Is that something going to be worth seeing? I wonder, yeah. I wonder how Paw Patrol the next, you know, station
2: is. I wonder how. Oh, I've been thinking about seeing the new mm. Paw Patrol movie. Oh, oh, turns out it's a piece of diarrhea dookie. I did not. Okay. Well, thank yes. God. No, thank God That's for folks like Nostalgia Critic to. Do you think. Oh. I guess whenever I get a copy of the Pound Puppies movie, I'm supposed to throw it up in the air and shoot it a bunch of times with a gun in my with apartment. a gun with a yeah, with oh, okay. with
0: with a really good fake gun effect that you've been yeah. using weekly for for fifteen years. do you think that like you know cinemascins and and nostalgia critic you know these are these are things that are watched by like hundreds of thousands of people they have mm-hmm. teams of editors you know working around the clock to like edit these pretty labor intensive videos and like do you but do you you know like when you have your editing set up and it's like you got your your special keyboard your special mouse your beverages do you think they also just like are each assigned a gun in their mouth <laughs>
2: I don't see how they. <laughs> Do
0: you think it's like it's mounted just, to the here's webcam? Here's your standard issue bullet to it's bite. Just a gun in your mouth. Yep. Yeah? Mm-hmm. I think so.
2: I uh, I once read an article about um, the turnover.
1: Just deep throating a gun <laughs> while doing the <laughs> honest trailers. Like and comment like if you. Uh, oh, oh, oh. Sorry, what's a up? Comment for what you want. To, what to review next time? <laughs>
2: With enough comments, I'll fucking do it. I swear to God. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, a new, a new YouTuber who's just got a gun in his fucking mouth the whole time is like,
1: Oh, well, here's what I thought of Shazam <laughs> <laughs> on oh my the uh, really?
2: I mean, the engagement. I
1: really wish Paw Patrol, wasn't so much. The for The engagement,
2: kids. like, whenever he goes live is always, like, because, you know, the audience tuning like, is he going to do it? <laughs> he always does, is like, it, is this f- the time? He, he always sets his videos to like premiere on YouTube, so you yeah. can't like fast mm-hmm. forward through it. You can only watch it live.
0: And... Doing an epic YouTube takedown of Elmo and Grouchland, but I'm just mm-hmm. like slowly fashioning a noose for the entire video. <laughs> well, you <laughs> Every, well, you see, I think, and you still uh... got
2: that, and you still got that like. And then this jackoff comes <laughs> in,
0: Mandy uh, Patinkin, who's Mandy yeah. Patinkin? Uh, I've never known anyone that's like Grover in my whole life. As I'm, like, mm. <laughs> as I'm pouring gasoline <laughs> on yeah. myself. And is that fourteen loops or? I've never <laughs> met someone like Grover in my
2: whole life. Now, was I did? Have I done fourteen loops or have I? Did... Okay, that was only thirteen. Now, I've never met someone like Grover in <laughs> my whole life. And, of course, the only thing they know pa- Mandy Patinkin from is Princess Bride. That's the only thing they have any kind of concept of that actor. Oh, 100%. Um,
0: These people yeah. don't watch Criminal Minds. These people don't know Sunday in the Park with George. They don't. <laughs> they they don't simply don't. That. Yeah, they do we you? know that? doing a 7 hour review of star wars episode 7 the last jedi as i'm like putting on my military blues what so I, what, so what can, is this uh right so I can gun my gun, gun in your mouth, mouth with honor I,
2: I saw i saw this thing was like uh you kevin you've probably you guys have both probably already seen it it was just yeah. like uh who does Mar- what what does martin scorsese know the only thing you can't make movies that are 4 hours 4 hours is a link for documentaries about wizards of waverly place or
1: something <laughs> to the be- <laughs>
0: Doing yeah, doing my my seven hour review of like an entire uh, 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 season of Keenan and Kel as I walk out to the Japanese suicide forest. Like you, sl-
1: you slowly exactly. realize that's no, where the face well, cam no. Is. You're doing a, you're you're doing a whole deep dive into uh, the Fairly Odd Parents movies as you're walking backwards into a minefield. <laughs>
2: Can you believe they've got Drake from Drake and Josh to play Jimmy Neutron in this? <laughs>
1: <laughs> he looks so old. Anyway, uh, people in glass time. houses
0: love throwing stones, huh?
1: People- it's going <laughs> to take some time to realign. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. I just keep patching up my cuts and get back to throwing. <laughs> yeah, I love, you know, my eardrums are busted, but I
0: but I cannot help but blast loud music in my glass house. <laughs> as, as
1: as we are also here to t- <laughs> I, I I love singing at one particular high note in my completely This glass is not house. a video
0: podcast, but listeners might know I've been hoisted by my own petard as I record this. Um <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, As we are here to talk about... Oh, Oh, are we we starting? Are we starting? (laughs) This is Pete Holmes. How many... Uh,
1: Are we we recording?
2: Oh, we're we're recording. Oh, so we're just going into this? Oh, okay. Well, yeah.
1: Sorry. Speaking of seamless transitions. Classic
0: uh, podcast maneuver of being like, let's dive right in as we say one hour into pressing record. (laughs) It's It's the greatest. It's the best. Waka waka. As we are here, the movie, the babies have returned once again to your audience. Waka Wah, Wow Baby want Tracy. <Twasie. laughs>
1: baby <laughs> want, <Twasie>. baby <laughs> want
0: Dick Tracy. You thought, Papa?
1: Hello, movie. Hello, movie. <laughs> baby,
0: <laughs> want, baby want Breathless Mahoney. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> baby want Litz Manless. Baby want.
0: Yo, damn, dude, I have a fucking flat-top-loving baby over here. We
2: can't, uh, s- sorry, we can't put on the movie. Baby! Baby want flat-top. Baby we want
0: big boy caprice.
2: Sorry, baby, we can't put the movie on. Can can baby sorry, have bubbles? Sorry, baby, mumbles? we can't put the movie on until you have a bath.
0: Baby don't want to bath! Not to bath! Not to bath! <laughs> <laughs> As we are here to discuss, the seminal 1990 uh, uh, movie for babies... Dick Tracy. It's finally time. I feel like this one's been on our on our little docket for for a very long time. Why don't they call him Richard Tracy? Because it's like a because it's like a pun. Oh, because he's like a private dick. Because he's like a private dick. Because he's, like he's like a private dick. And he traces people down. He, tra- and he and traces he, them. And Chester Gould traced all his drawings on pictures of real people. The raw rotoscope. He rotoscope. He rotoscope. When
2: when you do it more than two images uh you're rotoscoping when you do one image you're you a, a, a hack fraud artist you, <laughs> it's, it's okay when it's rotoscoping <laughs> don't ever look into what drew struzan don't look into drew struzan's process folks you'll be really bummed out anyway what's going on now
0: drew I'm oh, not Dr- i'm not i'm not googling i'm not googling Drew Struzan
2: is the artist. He did uh the classic Star Wars posters.
1: Oh, he's like Mr. The, good the Movie classic. poster. He is like what e- he's what every like screen yeah. crush person thinks Yo, makes Yo, this good movie MF posters.
0: searching for Mr. Good Bar, Mr. Good Movie poster over here. He did all of them. Dude, this guy can paint Harry Potter. Yo, dude. Indy. Ha- Indy in season in
2: 5 of comedy bang bang. <laughs> <laughs>
0: All these equally <laughs> beloved things. Oh, back, f- back Future. He do Back Future? He do all he, them. He do Venture Babysitting? He bladed he goon- a runner. Dude, he gooned.
2: One of the original gooners. He's a, a gooner. And-
0: One of the original uh, gooners. Gooner. A, a true blue goon.
2: A true blue goon. Died in the wool goon.
0: Goon tribe, rise up. Gooners, let me hear ya. Hey, gooners, sound off in the comments. <laughs>
2: type a comment in the comment field and wait a long time before you finally hit post.
0: That's a good joke about Goonie. Good good... joke, Vern. Hey, it's back. If I had a soundboard, that's on there. But I don't. uh,
2: Because we are, because this feed is back. Uh, that joke is back. The babies have <laughs> reunited, and it feels and so good. And it is
0: fitting that we recorded this on Easter Sunday for the joke has risen.
2: Yes, exactly. <laughs> risen. No better movie for the babies to cover uh, on this day than Dick Tracy. Now, folks, I'm curious. Whenever I was a child, whenever I was a five-year-old, whenever I was a six-year-old, yes. quite frankly, when I was a four-year-old, There were two movies that I loved more than anything else. Two movies that got watched almost every single day. Uh, VHS tapes that got so, so, so worn out. Number one with a bullet. The one with the most wear and tear was uh, Tim Burton's 1989
0: Batman. Batman. Hmm.
2: And the second one, Warren Beatty's Dick Tracy.
1: Whoa! Oh, this movie movies that share a lot of dna
2: movies that were a phenomenon for me i have i had Thanks i had the America. dolls with the hard plastic heads Fuck.
0: uh i had some action oh, wow. figures
2: i had some playing cards i
0: was a I big... love a doll that's really uncomfortable to touch absolutely i it had it hard... love a doll that as a child it's uncomfortable to hold yes it's, I, I like buddy. an
1: uncuddleable toy.
0: I uh, like a doll that might injure me accidentally.
2: I don't know. Uh, friends of the podcast, friends of the show, might know about uh, the Manny that I have. Uh, uh, it was famously. like a uh, 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 this, the Dick Tracy dolls were like miniature versions of Manny, hard plastic heads, hands, and feet, but with soft plush bodies. Uh, and they you uh, and you'd be playing around with them, and Dick Tracy's hat. Or his hand would hit your finger just right, and you'd have to like, ah, mm, ugh, ugh. <laughs> uh, just. But uh, I loved him because Dick Tracy was so cool to me. Uh, you guys, cool guy, were. Uh, what are your experiences with and your
1: histories with Richard Tracy? I didn't. didn't uh, uh, no. I didn't know this movie existed till like maybe five years ago. Oh wow! Whoa. Okay. Whoa. Didn't uh, know it existed but I saw, all. but I don't know. I saw it, I, I saw it, and I watched it on a whim and thoroughly enjoyed it.
2: Not trying to spoil uh, the direction that we're going. I can't imagine someone seeing this for the first time and not thoroughly enjoying it.
0: Well.
1: But
2: apparently, it happened. Uh, Kev, what is your history with Richard Tracy?
0: Yes, uh, I, I am. I am also a recent uh, uh, watcher of Dick oh Tracy. This was not. This was not a film that was around. Your early me
1: friends of Dick. When We're I was early a kid, of dick. I,
0: I'm I'm a I'm a I'm a late in life dicker. What can I say? Um, <laughs> I'm a late bloomer, and uh, I didn't I didn't dick until an advanced age. But um, I take a licking, but I keep on dicking. But I keep on dicking. And um, I this is a movie that's been on my radar for a long time, uh, but I did not get around to watching. Uh, despite, you know, it's been recommended to me by friends many, many times over the years because I am someone who loves something that tries to approximate a live-action cartoon. You know, I, I I love things that that really attempt to... I love Sam Raimi movies. I'm wearing a Sam Raimi hat, uh, which are, like, the closest thing we've ever gotten, but, like, we were discussing Hudsucker Proxy before this, uh, mm-hmm. Joe versus the Volcano. Like, these are all things that, like, really resonate with me and that I really enjoy, uh, but I didn't get around to Dick Tracy for a long time because... I, I was just holding out for a big screen viewing of mm. Dick Tracy. I wanted yeah. it to have, if I was going to watch Dick Tracy for the first time as an adult man, I wanted to do it right. I wanted to do it good. Um, and eventually, you know, finally, the, a proper screening uh, uh, came up. Uh, coordinated around a book uh, called, like, Colors of Film, written by uh, this guy named uh, Charles Bromesco or something like that. Uh, Matt mm. Zoller Seitz hosted this screening at the IFC Center, and I got to see Dick Tracy uh, blown up all big and beautiful, as as I as I believe it was meant to be seen.
2: I was curious. Whenever you told me that you're seeing it in theaters, I was like, "Oh, are we getting a, a restoration? Are we?" No, getting, this uh, is that's
0: just that's just a New York thing. Is that yeah. like uh, basically any old movie you ever? Could want to see Mm -hmm. will play on a big screen at some point in the year here. Um, It it, it is one of of the advantages of living in this in this crazy little city that I live in is that like there's just constantly revival screenings. Not like not not even like oh it's a Godfather anniversary or something like that. It's just like oh uh, this movie will play randomly at midnight. Like I could go see like 28 days later on the big screen tonight. You know if I wanted to, I could I could go see all Mm -hmm. this shit on the big screen all the time. Humble brag. And, uh, Crying, pissing
1: myself bitch. in jealousy.
0: Yeah, I'm so sorry, but uh, you do have to uh, uh, pay New York rent uh, to live here. Um, mm. So I'm I'm sure if y'all looked at my rent bill for the month, uh, you would you would you would. Take those revival screenings a little bit, a little bit more um, <laughs> uh, gracefully. Uh, but, but yes. So I became an instant Tracy convert. That was an instant five stars there on theletterbox.com. Uh, how I have a little, I have a little Dick Tracy playing card here for. The hey, blank. I had one of those. Yeah, the blank everybody's favorite character.
2: How far in? How far into it for both of you guys? How far into your first viewing where you're like, yep, yeah, this is it.
1: Oh, immediately. I was yeah. pre-sold. Like, yeah. yeah I, was, I was like, I like know. The o- like the establishing shot.
0: Yeah, exactly. You, you, they, they showed me a big fucking matte painting, you know, like one instant. Mm-hmm. And that's, and that's all I needed. Like, and I didn't know the very specifics of this movie going in. I didn't know, you know, cause like I knew it was directed by Warren Beatty, who's an interesting figure that we should spend some time talking about. Um, And I knew it was shot by uh, Vittorio Storaro, one of the great cinematographers of all time. But like what you might not know going into this movie is that like there's only seven colors in it. Like, they, they they so specifically try to copy the newspaper print, like, amount of co- color that they were offered. So this movie only has seven primary colors in yeah. it. And every blue is the exact same blue. And every yellow is the exact same yellow. And they are bright, and they are vibrant, and they are beautiful. Mm-hmm. And in, like, you know, this is a comic book movie, technically. And, like, in a world where our comic book movies look like fucking sludge in a sewer. They look like stinky doo-doo ass. When you're like when you're when you're at the movies and you're seeing a trailer for fucking quantum mania and you're like I didn't know it was possible for a movie to look this bad. And they, then,
1: they like, like <laughs> Marvel movies have the same color palette as, like, the cup of water you wash paintbrushes with.
0: Yeah, exactly. It, uh, I, I believe it was Patrick Willems who compared it to, like, the color timing of dry concrete. Um, oh like, yeah, yeah, yeah! Not even the rich, dark gray of a wet concrete. A dry concrete. Mm-hmm. Um, they just they they look, and they are based on some of the most like visually interesting and beautiful pieces of art ever created. You know, yeah. like like the last.
1: Uh, uh, the part. last and they've movie, I can... worse. <clears throat> like yes. not, it's not even yeah. that they look bad now. They like used to look pretty good. Iron Man they've looks good. Worse. The first Captain
0: America looks good. I think these are like their good-looking movies with like style. Well, like... the
2: the ones the the last i forgot about that Captain America movie. Um, the one I really just like that stuck out for me uh, when trying to like when has a movie like, as a, a color when has a colorful comic book movie uh uh been released. Uh the only thing I could think of was those Raimi Spider-Man
0: movies. Yep. Big, beautiful, colorful uh, movies with incredible vibrant, shot
1: rich. compositions. Yeah. yeah. Think, uh, and and, think... and
2: that and a lot of that is like just like I don't know, kind of my my vague having not seen those movies in a while, it just feels like they bumped the saturation way up, but that's still something. It's something. No, yeah. and they, they
1: they
0: legitimately look very very yeah, they good today. Nice. Um uh I think, you know, James Gunn knows how to throw some color in his, oh, his movies. Yes. I, I think those that. Guardians yes. movies are nice and
1: colorful in a way in a, a way that, that I enjoy. Um but anyway. it does yes. too, and, and, but it's very like plasticky.
0: Yeah, it's it's plasticky and not in like, oh, this is sort of a toyetic world sort of situation. It's like mm-hmm. plasticky right. and like A bad way. Yeah, in a way that doesn't
1: feel, like, thought through or, like, especially polished. Yeah, Ragnarok has color, but it doesn't feel particularly vibrant visually. No. Um, Which is shameful for any adaptation of a Jack Kirby comic. Yes, right. Who is one of the most, like, colorful and just, like, prismatic, like, comic book artists ever. Prismatic.
0: Yeah, Jack Kirby that. would shove a, an, an MF in a big pink costume because it would pop. Because it would yeah, be with vibrant. like
1: w- yeah, with like bright green trimmings and a golden face mask.
0: Right, because it was like this is uh, forgive me a visual medium, and you and you are trying, <laughs> and it should be interesting to look at. I'm not saying mm. every movie has to be you know like a huge primary color affair. You can do. Movies of all sorts of different spectrums of color and lighting, but like it should be interesting. Yeah. It should be nice to look at in I some think, conceptual like, way. A lot of
2: the reason, whenever I was trying to watch Marvel movies, there is a there. You know, a, there was a point where it started feeling like there was a point where it started feeling like homework, and a point where I stopped watching them. And those points are a, a, a lot of movies away from each other. Um, yeah. But I do think that, like, part of what makes those Marvel movies, like, what made them so difficult to remember whenever it came time to, like, watch a Age of Ultron or something like that mm-hmm. was just that, like, they all visually look the same, so they just gray together. They just blend you know? together just, like, in your mind. Absolutely. You it's like uh, this sludge. <laughs> just, right. Uh... Mm-hmm.
0: Whereas, like... I am I, I I've been religiously reading the contemporary run of of X-Men comics the whole you know small stable over there that's been going on now into its fourth year I'm in. but and and it's often like six or seven contemporary books but they are all so unique visually and in their writing and in their construction it's very easy to remember what events happened in what book, even Mm -hmm. as interlinked as those, as those series often are Um, because they bother to distinguish them. They bother to get artists who can create something that is visually distinct and, and they, you know, that's not happening in, in the truly assembly line nature of, of big Marvel superhero movies. And it does seem to be catching up with them. Finally, currently, like it seems like, it seems like everyone has reached your point, Vern of like, Alright. There's I what the what the fuck is that like when you know they they see these movies and they're like, do I have to watch the fucking Loki show to understand like what uh-huh. the fuck is happening here? Like it's just everyone gets tired. People have other things yeah. going on, believe it, it or not. It's you
1: know it feels- like you know it's a pro you know your franchise has like continuity problems of like engagement when people will see a movie And then have to re-watch it later because they forgot what happened and they need to know. Yeah. Like they have to refresh themselves on like Shang-Chi. It's
2: it's a thing where it's just like uh, at a certain point they started feeling like homework. uh, And whenever I was a kiddo and I was watching Dick Tracy and the first Batman movie that I loved watching as a kiddo lots of grays and darks but also it's still visually interesting there's yes. still some production design there's still like it's it's by choice that the, that movie is the way it looks as, uh, but as
0: as bill murray says in the french dispatch just try to make it seem like you did it that way on purpose yes. just like right. yeah this is a you made a choice and i can recognize that yes. a choice was made
2: uh but those movies that first batman and that the dick Tracy movie that we're discussing today discussing today like those were escapes from homework, you know. So yeah. it's like, right. uh, It's you're 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 approaching a superhero comic book, whatever the wrong way. If uh, the audience feels like ah, uh, more homework.
0: What is? Yeah. Uh. Oh, I got to see another fucking one of these, and you know, like oh, you put out four like in one year. Like oh. I just, I'm getting a fucking headache. Uh, you put out four and a bunch of TV shows, and it was just it drained people, as we as we are witnessing. And a movie, even one in a franchise, should always try to explain itself within itself as much as possible. Yes, you uh, to a uh, every movie should be able to be enjoyed if you do no homework before or after. Yes, you uh, you should not. Need to read a an interview with the director where they explain the choices to appreciate a movie. Now that can be very beneficial later. That can be that can really mm. enrich a text. But the text has to be rich on its own to make this enterprise worthwhile.
2: And uh, this one of the things I like about this Dick Tracy movie so much is that like it doesn't have that moment where you where it cross dissolves. To a little kid who, like, discovers, like, who uh, finds himself on a little mystery where he picks up a yellow hat and puts it on. And that's, like, we find out well, how Dick Tracy became a detective. Yes. This movie yes. throws you right into it. And yes. you know everything that you need to know because of, like. The visuals in this narrative, yes. like, you mm. know, oh, he's a good guy. Oh, he's a bad guy. Oh, it's okay. kind of <laughs> amazing. You can tell
1: stories with visuals. What the fuck?
2: It's uh, a lost art. But yeah, it, believe it or not. It's kind
0: of amazing with this movie or the Tim Burton Batman is that like both of these movies start in thrust. Batman is yeah. already Batman when that movie begins. Dick Mm -hmm. Tracy is well known as Dick Tracy as we are picking up here. Like, that would never be allowed today. You would need to spend an entire movie waiting for him to get his coat and hat. It -hmm. would just be like this absolute nonsense, time-wasting crap when like, I don't know, no other kind of movie operates that way. It's not as if, like, when I watch Ocean's Eleven, I'm like, ah, but I didn't see the Danny Ocean origin <laughs> movie. How can I know about his first heist to understand this heist? How, How did he get move? in jail? Right. And Dick Tracy, I mean, this movie is, like, elemental storytelling. It almost mm-hmm. feels, like, based in the core of our understanding of story. No,
1: it's- Dar- no I'm, I'm going to say this as a compliment. This is a movie... Four babies. Yeah. Yes. It is yeah. like this is strong hero man. This
0: is bad man. This is nice lady. This lady her allegiance is in question. You she know, it, but like, she's pretty. She's, she's a very pretty lady. Pretty. She seems
1: really nice. That's a very you know,
0: pretty lady.
2: You guys just hit on something in my brain. We're just like I've always been a fan. Like I've I've been watching TV. You know, like my my parents just didn't give a fuck. <laughs> they realized that uh, uh, having children wouldn't cause their problems, and so they just left us unintended. Just uh... and so we were parented by the TV a lot, oh, and right. uh, watched the a lot of the boob
1: tube. Yes,
2: the boob tube. Uh, I sucked from the teat of the boob tube, um, <laughs> and watched a lot of movies and TV shows growing up. There was a long time before I learned, you know, uh, that a movie is not just, like, a a collection of parts. Mm
1: -hmm. You know, I would...
2: uh, I remember, you know, like, watching Homeward Bound, the the Homeward Bound movie that uh, came out uh, in the 90s, and that part where, like, Shadow falls in the hole, and being like, oh, it's the sad part. We don't like the sad part. And we didn't have that thing in our brain that, like, this is part of storytelling. Right. Um, but part of what aided that kind of, uh, what helped us kind of along on that journey was things like this Dick Tracy movie were like, Oh, we like the part where they're in the green room. Oh, we like the part where they're in the room with all the boxes. Uh, yeah. And it helped this movie like stick out in our brains because it was every segment and every moving piece is so visually distinct.
1: Yes.
0: Yes. Effective.
1: Yeah, it's called effective production. Yeah, imagine. Yeah, it's
0: it's it's unbelievable to imagine that, Um, and, you know, this. I mean, it's just so what. This movie is bananas. This movie is crazy. We haven't even talked about how every gangster looks like a fucking monster. How how they Warren Beatty. Who, now when, now when was, when was Warren Beatty born? A long time ago. I'm sorry, I do have to look this up. A hot minute, at least. A hot minute. He's, he's quite old. Warren Beatty was born in March of 1937. Um, Jesus Christ. Yeah, so, so he would have been (laughs) a young man in the 40s when like Dick Tracy was coming out. When it was like a contemporary comic work. Um, and, like, this movie is sort of best understood as, like, right, he lived in, like, the silver age of comics, like, he was, right. he he became of adulthood, you're right, like, he started the movies in the late 50s, um, yeah. so he's, like, 50 years old in this movie which is so which is so wild which is so crazy
2: there was a long time it took Warren Beatty a long time to stop referring to movies as like two reelers Mm -hmm. yeah he
1: kept he he continues to call movies talkies to this day to this day I love a good talkie uh
0: but yeah but so so this (laughs) is like the the vibrant translation of this thing that he loved as a kid like and he's like no like lips manless looks like a crazy frowning fish from the bottom of the ocean so you know what he's fucking got the man's got lips yeah so we're gonna slap a bunch of shit on paul sorvino and he's gonna slurp down 37 oysters and you're gonna watch (laughs) it and you're gonna like it and he's gonna he's gonna be a dang we're gonna get a conveyor belt of fucking oysters up to this fool
2: not saying that warren did not do his uh research Um, I'm sure that, like, he knew all about Dick Tracy. Like, he pursued this, like, doggedly. He wanted it. Yeah. But one of the things I think that uh, probably helps us, and I will admit, like, I'm not super... uh, A lot of my familiarity with the Dick Tracy franchise is this movie. Mm -hmm. But um, uh, I'm a big fan of, you know, I follow a few just, like, pages on Instagram that just repost, like, frames from Dick Tracy comics and and things like that just because i like the visuals of them i like exploring this uh thing but one thing i will say this movie does is like it captures the dream of dick tracy comics uh mm-hmm. as opposed to just like here's a retelling of dick tracy comics yes. where you know uh i guess that's what we're doing all episode is just shitting on the modern day uh the modern day stuff but like sorry so much of what gets okay uh the perfect mm-hmm. example I discovered recently. There's a Elvis cartoon on Netflix called Agent Elvis. With Matthew uh, McConaughey? With Matthew McConaughey, where Elvis plays a like a CIA agent. Which and, is what uh, he always wanted to do. Which is like, always what he always wanted to be. I found out about this show through a, uh, a YouTube recommendation, uh, a music video for an Elvis song set to clips from an episode of Agent Elvis. And being a fan of Dick Tracy being a fan of like Lupin the third being a fan of Tintin, and being someone who's exploring all these things again, I go, Oh shit. Like a, a 60 spy cartoon starring Elvis. That sounds like it might be a good time, but in this music video, they're like in a war and there's, uh, I guess Elvis has a little chimpanzee sidekick and good. this little champi- chimpanzee sidekick is wearing a, a military helmet and it says, And it's got a peace sign on it and it says Born to Kill. And I go they put the fucking full metal jacket poster (laughs) like army helmet on the monkey in this like Elvis cartoon and and I was and it made me start thinking about like media literacy amongst people that create media nowadays and whether it's existent or not Mm -hmm. and I'm like that Born to Kill is put on that monkey as like um As like a as a Delorean in the background uh, like the Delorean and Doc Brown and like a million ways to die in the West, just like uh, a a a a, a, it's a thing that's in there because of like Wikipedia brain, Uh, right? And I think people
0: are not people today know a lot of references, but I think. People are are not strictly good at remembering context.
1: No. I think
0: I think this is how you get the Clockwork Orange guys in Space Jam: A New Legacy. <laughs> it's like this is a thing yeah. I recognize from from store. This is I recognize from store, mm-hmm. so it is popular. And then you don't consider any further context or reasoning or or anything like that. You mm-hmm. just remember thing, and and you don't remember take in any, Nom any and, thematic. And- significance
2: and so much of just like what's get what seems to get made nowadays like you know star trek picard and all these other things are just like they're just you know they're leaving a trail of memba berries through the show or yeah. through the movie yeah, so DS that you'll 9? keep following uh but this dick tracy thing this dick tracy movie like it is made with um the the best brain to make a movie uh, or any kind of art with and and that's not wikipedia brain but it's Imagination brain <laughs> when Ooh. you pull from yeah, your imagination because it, it
1: doesn't do like member berries, it, it, it doesn't try to get you to remember this, it just gives you it. Yes, exactly.
2: Uh, it says, Here you go, this is something that you will remember, as opposed to yeah. do you remember? Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, and let me tell you something like it'd been. A huge gap between whenever I watched Dick Tracy in my childhood and Dick Tracy in my adulthood. But whenever I rewatched it in my adulthood, uh, I remembered so much of it just because the 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 everything is so uh, everything is so striking. It punches seven people instead of one person.
0: Would you imagine such a thing? Could you imagine such a thing?
2: Dick Tracy yeah. punches seven people like bowling pins, and it's cool.
0: It's fucking it's cool. cool. It's evocative. It's- it feels like a comic book. Like you were kind of saying earlier, Vern. It's like it's an adaptation of the idea of Dick Tracy. It's an yes. adaptation of like here is kind of the whole thing, and we're gonna we're gonna get it down, and we're gonna break it. And whether or not you are like particularly compelled by like the main narrative, as as thin and and loose as it is, is like that's that's elemental to it i mean it's just it's it's i don't know it's distilled it's pure it's that it's that like it's that scene in the french connection where they're testing the purity of the heroine it's like off the charts you know, like the, it like, just keeps going up up up
1: up up up, up. so pure it disti- it understands what characteristics it of what it's adapting it needs to evoke to convey what it's trying to do like, Indiana Jones does that very well in trying to convey those, like, serialized uh, pulp adventure stories. Yeah. It Dicker tells Ray you exactly yes. what you need to feel, to, like, immediately catch up to what this genre is. Yeah. Y- y- yes. Uh. It's just, they're... it's basic table setting and tone establishment.
2: Yes, yeah, so 100%. It's a, it's a... Uh... It's a like a glossary of like terms you need to know (laughs) as opposed to like uh, as opposed to like just a teacher that does that gives you a lecture and wants you to write down everything they say. (laughs) Just like uh, if you know this, you know this, you'll be fine. Yeah,
0: right. If
1: you know this is a Muad'Dib, this is a gum (laughs) jabbar
2: guy wears bright guy who wear bright. He good guy (laughs) guy who wear dark. He bad guy.
1: Yeah. It's very elemental. Bad guy look up. Bad guy look ugly. Good guy look like people. Yeah. Good guy <laughs> look like regular
0: man. You know, and they didn't. Warren, Warren. Beatty, the coward, did not give himself like a prosthetic f- uh, firm chin. You know what I yeah. mean? Like he, I, like he, he, he got he to needed a Hellboy chin. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I don't know, like who uh, Dick Tracy needs to look like fucking Patrick Warburton or something. Like I don't know, it yeah. is like a little weird for like scrawny ass Warren Beatty to be doing this, but I, the movie sells it to me enough that like I don't really need much more than that. Um, but let's 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 talk a little Warren Beatty. Shall we? Uh, let's, let's, let's really dive into what was going on with this guy, because Warren Beatty, one of the, like, central fixtures of the 70s new Hollywood, even, like, sort of predates that, you know, when he starts, uh, rolling up in, like, Bonnie and Clyde in the late 60s. And then you know he he does you know his Altman run. He works with so many of the of the of the greats over the years, and then decides because he's an egomaniac, he decides to yes. become a director himself. Uh, he makes a massive, massively long, and massively successful movie called Reds, uh, also shot by Vittorio Storaro, about like the communist revolution and like a love story set in the center of that, uh, which because- is
1: insane to think about. Ever happening.
0: <laughs> ever happening, ever being fully celebrated by the Academy, fully being just like a hit film with regular audiences. I mean, it, it just, it, it, there's no other way to say it. It truly was a different time. Um, that, that Reds was just fucking going <laughs> all over. And uh, he, he, he would direct several films over the years. Heaven Can Wait, you know, like a remake of an old movie. He just, he would do that. He ends up doing this. Something that else should also be noted about Warren Beatty uh, 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 a notorious coos hound, just an yes. absolute yeah. uh, lover of the female anatomy. Uh, he has one biographer that has alleged that he slept with as many as twelve thousand women. Now that number is disputed, including by Warren Beatty, who's like, just run the run the numbers on that. That that's not mm-hmm. possible. You can Of
2: course, Warren Beatty's like it's probably more it's like higher. Yeah, of course.
0: Yeah. yeah. Um, but, but but by the time we get here to Dick Tracy, because as much as this movie is about a crime, as much as it's about like a man's animosity against Big Boy Caprice, it is also a story about a man who's deciding to settle down with a nice lady. And mm-hmm. and you know they're shooting this movie in '89. It comes out in '90. Very shortly after that, uh, Warren Beatty stars in a film called Bugsy. Uh, yes. Where he is opposite Annette Benning, uh, the woman that he would decide to marry. Now, previous to Annette Benning, he had dated the likes of Madonna, and but then he decides to uh, settle down with Annette Benning in the early '90s. They are still together to this day, thirty years on. And and fellas, I don't mean to be crass, but I do think we have to consider the idea that Annette Benning has the greatest pussy of all time.
1: <laughs> oh, I like. I, I would actually. Or she could be a um, nice, a, nice well, lady. I would actually like to, <laughs> no, <out laughs> to theory. Like as I, I I I think it's a one-two punch. It's that oh not only God. does it Bening uh, have the greatest pussy of all time, oh Madonna <laughs> must therefore have <laughs> the worst. Like wow. it, it scared. No, that like that something about Madonna's pussy idiot. scared Warren Beatty straight. He, th- this uncanny pussy. Being, this pussy out with, of space.
0: Wow. Being with Madonna is your parents making you smoke the whole pack of cigarettes. <laughs> <laughs> oh
1: you better God. fit it. You better eat that. I When I get back, you better have eaten that whole pussy. You know, uh.
0: I'm sorry. I'm sorry, everyone.
2: No, no, no. Uh. A little problematic, but. I'm it's sorry, Miss Madonna. Um, I know you listen to this. Uh. Kevin, you, yeah. <laughs> uh, you shared
0: with us mm-hmm. um, a playlist
2: that you had made of yes. YouTube supplementary materials regarding this film.
0: Some and of them promotional, some of yes. them Oscar performances. The two Dick Tracy specials, of course, which of I'm course. sure we will mm-hmm. talk about.
2: Um, but one of them that you included was uh, an, an installment of Todd in the Shadow's Cinema Donna, uh, where uh, it's a series where a YouTube guy Todd in the Shadows talks about uh, Madonna films, Cinema Madonna, right. very, very. Todd in
0: the book. Shadows is a guy who talks about music, particularly pop music. Yes. Now you think if you're a channel about audio, you would have decent audio on your videos, but he said no. He threw yeah out the yeah. Well, well, yeah. That's
1: his... no, no, in all fairness, in all fairness, he's a veteran of the uh, channel awesome era, in which uh, in which for the most part. Artistic polish and growth is impossible. <laughs> it, it, it's part of the job. Is you don't do it. Yeah,
2: it's it's just
1: a movie. Bob a now sounds the same as he did in like two thousand eight.
2: Yes, um, it is a it is a thing where. Um... It's yeah, sort of a, uh, it's
0: a Dorian Gray situation where like your tech ability stays the same as it was like 12 years ago. It's a it's a very he does
2: a well, so does your uh, writing
1: ability too. <laughs> yeah. He
2: does a series called One Hit Wonderland which is really fascinating and I really enjoy it. It's almost it's, it's 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 one of those things that whenever it pops up in my feed I like I'm going to make a point to watch this at some point soon. Um but yeah, uh terrible mixing all, all across the board. Um but he did uh, another installment of Madonna and is that documentary that she made uh, about herself for HBO, and uh, and there is a a thing in that documentary, and he talks about it, Todd in the Shadows, uh, where like Warren Beatty is in that documentary, and uh, I think they they just started rolling, they've just called action, uh, and Warren Beatty says something very passive aggressive to Madonna about like. Well, of course, uh, uh, of course, you always want to be in the spotlight or something like that. Mm -hmm. Uh, And you and you're seeing like the beginning of the end play out in this very tiny moment uh, of this weirdo. I can't remember the name of this documentary. Um, It could just be that like Warren Beatty had finally met his equal in terms of egomania and vanity. Mm -hmm. Uh, And he's like, oh, I I got to. There was no room
0: big enough for the two of them.
2: Exactly. Uh, my wife is a very nice girl, very nice woman, and uh, it was I met her after being with someone who you know was the was opposite a type, right? <laughs> so maybe maybe that's Annette Benning. Uh, my wife is my Annette Benning.
0: Yeah. Dealing with Annette. Warren Beatty is also no fucking picnic. We're not. I'm not. I'm, we're not letting no, no, no. W B off the hook here.
2: That yeah. Uh, I uh I did not know uh that there was uh. Following this movie that uh, he did Bugsy, and I did not know it was following this movie that he uh, settled down.
0: He settled down. He finally, which mm-hmm. is what this movie is about. Like the 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 movie is about like this guy who's you know he's a little he's a little gray behind the ears. He's he's been around the block a few times, and mm. you know he he could keep being with these these younger ladies who like are undoubtedly attractive. I mean, breathless Mahoney, hubba hubba,
1: but you know. <laughs> Do you it's, time
0: to, it's time to take a nice test true heart home.
1: Do you think kid. Warren Beatty does this for all of his big decisions? Like, like at, he like, makes a makes whole a, movie? In that case, he's he made makes.
0: five big decisions over the course of his entire life. Um, <laughs> <laughs> his big decision, should I be a communist?
1: Um,
0: <laughs> or his decision in shampoo. Should I become is... a gangster? Right, exactly. And like there are also like so many movies, even starring Warren Beatty, are about like this guy just cannot stop fucking around. Like this guy, <laughs> this guy like Shampoo is about that with like Hal uh, uh, Ashby. Also, if y'all haven't seen what Warren Beatty looks like in the film Shampoo, I I would beg of you to Google image search that because it is it is quite the look. It is it is it is truly something. Um, and I will I will try and post it in the in the chat here. Um, Kev, you reminded me
2: uh, whenever it started coming up that like we were going to talk about this movie on movies for babies. Uh, I was reminded of another uh, Movies for Babies that we've done, uh, Fantastic Mr. Fox. Yes. Uh, And both Fantastic Mr. Fox uh, adaptations of things for babies um, with strong, vivid visuals Mm -hmm. and about uh, a man and their feelings regarding settling down and being wild. Uh, And what an interesting little... uh, Mm Uh, again it's like uh, it's like poetry
0: uh, it rhymes it rhymes yeah it's it's a it's a beautiful uh, uh uh story about like well maybe it is time to to stop being the young man it's time to it's time to grow up it's time to put something else in there mm-hmm. um get yourself it, an orphan calm down get yourself get yourself a street orphan it's like man Have you yourself. know
2: a merry little orphan. orphan.
0: <laughs> I don't know. I'm just worried about that orphan. I think, you know, if that, that orphan tries take to, like,
2: your name.
0: rob trash cans in the wrong part of town, I think that orphan's done. I think that, I think that orphan's fucking... You know how people get, like, weirdly protective of their trash?
2: Oh, yes, yes.
0: Mm-hmm. Remember that plot line in Stardew Valley where that guy is trying to, that, that homeless man is trying to eat out of trash cans behind the bar, the local bar in Stardew Valley where you can buy like a fricassee um, and everyone looks at him like he's a fucking monster. When you go to like certain parts of the Midwest and it's like, if you touch my trash, you'll be
1: trash. And like a picture of a gun. Where, yeah, you know well, yeah I mean? where, where, where dumpster divers get public executions.
0: Right, exactly. <laughs> and it's
1: like, you're throwing this away. You don't want it
0: anymore.
2: I remember working at a when, I, when my first job was at a grocery store, and I remember like going out with uh, a, a security guard. He needed to unlock the back door so I could throw all the trash out, and like there were dumpster divers there. Like, like it was very funny. Like, we opened the door, and as soon as we opened the door, we just see like two heads pop out of the dumpster and like, oh? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and like I,
1: prairie dogs.
2: And like, yeah. obviously, it's a sad situation, but it was like. Sucked even worse with the security guard being there, because it's like, we don't want oh, it, God. but you can't have it. Just like, you know, capitalism to the very end, you know? Just the
0: absolute, <laughs> the absolute nadir, the absolute, the absolute dregs. Um, but yeah, anyway, I don't know. There's so much going on in this movie. Everyone should just, like, go watch it. I mean, there's so many, like, fun little cameos and small parts from, you know, the, uh, beautiful members of- Dick Van Dyke's of, in it. Dick Van Dyke is in yes. it. Seymour Cassell- uh, James Caan, who was like, "You're not putting any fucking makeup on me. <laughs> I'll take a <laughs> fake mustache, but like, I I hate doing this." It is um, a uh,
2: it is a thing where like I remember like watching the credits re when whenever I rewatched this again most recently, just like still being surprised by the names that popped up in the credits, but also still being Justin surprised Hoffman. whenever they finally popped up. And uh, again, and we keep just beating the same drum, just like. So many casting decisions are made with like, oh, we'll get a reaction whenever people see this guy. Oh, we'll get a reaction when people see this guy. Mm-hmm. Whereas this Dick Tracy movie is just like, let's just cast people to yeah. play weird roles and they all just happen to be some of the biggest names of all time.
1: <laughs> get in Marvel here. Marvel movies are now edited to have pauses for applause. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's un, it's ghastly.
0: It's like unbelievable. It's like, It's like that one scene in Wayne's World where like, they had to go back in and edit an applause breaks because no one could hear the dialogue for like a minute. <laughs> <laughs> but that's every scene in a Marvel movie. It's ungodly. It's like they're edited like those Big Bang Theory but we remove the laugh track like mm, um, yeah. videos. Yeah. It's absolute It's absolute hogwash. Yeah, I don't know how many people were like, it's Dustin Hoffman as Mumbles! <laughs> it's Paul It's well,
1: Seymour Cassell! <laughs> it's good to know that <laughs> From-
2: he Warren still have a great and positive working relationship, <laughs> despite
0: the attentions they had on Ishtar. Ishtar. Oh my God! <laughs> they respect each other as members of New Hollywood. Oh my! The God. graduate and Bonnie and Clyde were the same year. They started together. It's you know,
2: glad. That, I'm glad that they patched things up, but it is a shame how they treated Isabella, Johnny, and I feel like <laughs> she was treated too f-
0: roughly for the failures of Ishtar. They whenever both really was- threw Elaine May under the bus after that movie flopped. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, but they feel that, and then of course we haven't even mentioned it. His name hasn't even come up. Al Pacino as Big Boy Caprice. Oh, oh, my God! My
1: there are God few, the original like, the man is, li- is living on a playground. <laughs> yes,
0: this is so. This is a very interesting point for Al Pacino, and I, you know, I love Big Al. Vern, I know you're a Big Al guy.
2: I'm looking at my ceramic Big Boy Caprice mug over on my shelf <laughs> That's beautiful. right now.
0: That's beautiful. Um, uh, 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 Al Pacino in this movie, of course, nominated for an Academy Award for his <laughs> performance as Big Boy Caprice. One of the coolest nominations in in Oscar history. Sometimes they do sneak in like a cool acting nom. You're Kevin Klein, fish called Wanda. Uh, you're your Robert Downey Jr. Tropic Thunder. You're like, wow, mm. I would not have expected you to to nominate this. Yeah. Um, and uh, uh, he's sneaking in there. Pacino's interesting because obviously he's like he owns the seven. He's like, he's got two godfathers and fucking Serpico and fucking Dog Day afternoon. I mean he ran the table on the fucking decade. Then he kinda takes the eighties off. Like he'll show up in a few things. He'll he'll pop up here and there. That's the scent of a woman. That's, that's even after this. Like that's oh, he's got yeah, he's got, mm-hmm. he's yeah, got yeah he comes years.
1: back big in the nineties.
0: In the nineties. This is that's sort right, of his yeah. big comeback. I mean this movie is the same year as Godfather Part Three. And Al Pacino was nominated an award for Dick Tracy. <laughs> not not for He is he, he is in he opposition to Andy Garcia in this same category for his performance at Godfather 3, but Al Pacino they 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 slipped right over. They gave him the Caprice nomination. And this is also like the tipping point from young 70s Al to the Al that would carry us through to the contemporary. Yes. This is what Al stops. He's not talking like this. He's like, that's my family, Kate. That's not me. He starts going,
1: "Hooah!" no. <laughs> yeah. this, this is, this right is where, this he... is Big Al.
0: We are tipping over into this Big is... Al territory. He's just getting
1: warmed up.
2: You know how, like, and this is maybe, like, a gross metaphor, but you know how just, like, for weeks and months uh, and a year after, like, September 11th occurred, <laughs> there would be, like, news stories about, like, just like news articles and news stories is like, here's how this could have been stopped. You're just like yeah. this one guy was right. able to manage to slip past security or whatever. This
1: uh-huh.
2: Al Pacino in this movie does kind of feel like the first like pilot lesson here in America. <laughs> like, it, it does feel like kind of just like this is this is the point where like the, the snowball started picking up speed. Yeah, uh, no. And, there, and w- there's
1: no... Like, this is the track he picked. This yes. is what the Academy recognized. This is where he's going.
2: And, you know, that apologetic Oscar he got for Scent of a Woman hadn't come along yet. Uh, whenever the Academy realized, oh, fuck, what were we doing? Mm-hmm. Not giving a Best Actor Academy Award to Al Pacino for The Godfather Part Two and giving it to Art Carney. What were we thinking? Oh my God! Just you know, like how Leo ended up getting a an Oscar for The Revenant whenever he should have gotten it for Django Unchained.
1: Or Wall, I actually, Wall Street or, or Wolf of fellas, Wall Street, Fellas, I never. do think we're being a historical here. I just realized he did do Scarface in '83.
2: Did Scarface. Um, for which, which he was
0: justifiably not given an Academy Award. Yeah,
2: <laughs> for a
0: a not great movie and a not great performance in a not great movie. No, I but I, that I would that. say
1: this is where Big Al really starts.
0: Yeah, I suppose so. But he took most of the eighties off. Like the heat was not on. He was yes. he was like he did
1: cruising. Yes. You know, in the, 80s. Well, he, well, yeah, the he, he was, was too early. Later. he he annoyed. showed Big Al 95. too quickly. <laughs> he showed his hand. He needed to sit. You need to
2: let it simmer. You need this movie is the first. This movie uh, is the beans that would get brewed into a Dunkachino.
0: Yeah, <laughs>
2: exactly. A Dunka 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 Dunkachino. Uh, uh and it's also imagine like V. Uh, Marlon Brando was not nominated for an Oscar for his uh, role in The Freshman, <laughs> starring Matthew Broderick, but Al Pacino was Horrible. for Dick Stuff. Tracy. Like, yeah. Uh, a, a parody of the roles that made him famous, and that's uh <laughs> and that's
0: and that's what they nominate him for, ain't that something? But I think,
2: uh, and I'm sorry, you said those magic words, "The Godfather Part 3. uh, and uh, as, as I've seen that movie more than Francis Ford Coppola has, and. <laughs> Uh, he didn't, he definitely didn't watch it during the, uh, the re-edit, the coda, the death of Michael Corleone re He forgot to re-edit it. I, I know he didn't re-watch it because it's the same fucking movie. <laughs> it's the same movie. <laughs> he, um, no,
0: Vern, he did re-edit it. He just, he uploaded the wrong, he, he uploaded the wrong MP4 he, and uh, he was he too embarrassed.
1: Uh, just he just edited it over the phone?
2: In, in real life, what happened was, uh... He didn't have uh, the uh, the little marker set on like he, he cut out like there was uh, like a handful of frames after where he had the uh, he didn't line up the marker with the uh, the end of the uh, the timeline uh, because the the one significant difference one of the two significant differences about Coda is that it just fades out just like three seconds sooner.
1: Um, it's very fixes stupid. It's terrible. It's the whole thing. It's
2: the whole thing. Um, but I will say th- this about Al and and, and Godfather Three. Yeah. Uh, there are moments in that movie where like he's 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 given it his all. Uh, there's a uh, he has a uh, he has this like a diabetic stroke in the movie, and like that's effective. But part I think of why he's so overlooked is like his fucking hair looks so weird in Godfather. Of it 3. looks crazy.
0: It's it's absolutely nice.
2: And I. And I, I'm sorry, uh, I, I will shut up about this, but uh, I saw this thing on YouTube and I've just like pure like Vern bait. If this mm-hmm. was under a box that was propped up with the stick, I would you, have you got caught. Uh, right. I would have gotten caught. Just a 10 minute long YouTube video about Al Pacino's hair in The Godfather Part 3. Oh, <laughs> well, this like, is yep. Vern Nip. <laughs> Mysteries revealed. Just uh, sign me up. 100%. And uh, turns out they were originally going to do – because that movie takes place in the 70s, and Al Pacino was supposed to have this, like, silver but, like, shaggy kind of 70s yeah. hair. Yeah. Uh, and then Francis Ford Coppola was like, oh, uh, I think uh, so much time has passed. He's been through so much. Uh, I think he would have uh, – uh, he, ch- he would change his hairstyle in his attempt to become legitimate. Uh, the uh, He had uh, Al Pacino get a haircut. Uh, the uh, makeup person that had worked on uh, both prior Godfather films and all of Francis Ford Coppola's films prior quit and never worked with Francis Ford Coppola again because he was so adamantly against the decision. Uh, And it's also a very stupid decision because Francis Ford Coppola, a man who's lost so much and is trying to prove to the world that he can go straight has the exact goddamn Sam ha- Sam hairstyle that he had from back in the 1970s. Yep. <laughs> so fucking yep. annoying. I um, change. If it ain't uh, Megalopolis coming also, soon to the cinema near But also, having you. seen both The Godfather Part Three and Dick Tracy uh, so many, so many, so many times, if you're going to right. give Al Pacino an award for one of those movies, you got to give to fucking Dick Tracy. For fucking big Dick Tracy. boy Caprice, he is a cartoon character. He disappears into this role, 100%. despite him being Al Pacino, being Al Pacino. Yes. <laughs> it's amazing.
0: Yeah, you got to give it to him for that scene where he's like, "I want him tracked up. I want his car blown up. I want <laughs> Dick Tracy dead." You know, like you gotta, you gotta give it up. But you know what? For give me, great the, the best scene this. is
1: this: is the direct close-up as he is shoving uh, like food into his, like walnuts into his mouth, <laughs> as he goes. You know mm. why? You know why you should eat them? They're good for your liver. <laughs> <laughs> just doing, just doing just crazy
0: eating food. Absolute crazy bug nut shit. Um. Yeah, but it's good. But you know, 90s, 90s Pacino is fun. He gets Mike Land gets good shit out of him and fucking Heat. Yeah. I think he's legitimately fucking incredible in The Insider. I know that's I know that's a movie that Vern, you are not crazy about, but like. Big Al's holding it down that whole time. I think yeah, it's he's fucking. My problems
2: now. with that movie aren't with Al Pacino. It's just I think it's a, a boring looking movie.
0: <laughs> you think he should have? You think he should have sold out to Big Tobacco? Is your problem?
2: Yes, one hundred percent. I have. Uh, I, I love and respect uh, the Big Philip Tobacco. Morris. Yeah. Um, uh, 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 also, um, you know, not a big fan of Madonna, but uh,
0: okay. she's great. She's, she's great in this. She's fucking she's, great. She's, I slept better in the dark.
2: Yeah, she she's she's absolutely great. And, of course, it does help that the director of this movie is just, like, someone who thinks you're the hottest woman alive. It um, helps. But- and
0: they frame her as such. And, like, there's that scene, the sweating in the dark scene, where, like, she's in a completely see-through black nightgown. Like, yes. I, at least in the print that I saw, I'm like, I can see ev- everything. Everything. <laughs> <laughs> can see the entire there's no silhouette. It's it's no. just I can I can see the entire the entire object. Um and yeah, but it's fucking she's so great. Everyone's good in this movie. Ever every, mm-hmm. every everyone's only, dialed in. Yes.
2: The only weak link for me uh in this movie, as far as acting goes, is Warren Beatty. Um Yeah. And that yeah. is because everyone else is a cartoon character right. and mm-hmm. Warren There's this thing in it where, like, and it's not, I don't think it's on purpose, but uh, it comes across a little bit that, like, Dick Tracy is, like, going senile. (laughs) A little bit. (laughs) Just a little bit, (laughs) which is not, I don't think that's what they're going for. Not what you want.
0: Obviously, he would not have been the right age at the time, but I think today, right now, Dick Tracy, Josh Brolin.
1: Yeah, Mm. he he needs, because Josh Brolin can sell a deadpan.
0: He can sell a deadpan mm. while still being funny. Like, look at, like, look at Hail Caesar. Yeah. Like, he basically already appears to be, like, Dick Tracy, right? Like, he's got the exactly. square jaw. Exactly. Or,
1: or I think if you want, More or vice. if you want to go, it's a little broader, but still, John Cena.
0: Oh. <laughs> oh, <laughs> That's interesting. Yeah. That's a yeah. different tone. I think that's an, that's an out-and-out, like, comedy version, but I think that would work. But yes, I think if you tell
2: John Cena to play it straight, like, it, it still comes across yeah. as a comedic. But I think it. I, he's, a, mm-hmm. he's a goofy. Because he's man. a goofy man. But I think that works. Yeah, I think that's. that's
1: I think well, because here's the thing: if you're gonna do Dick Tracy, Dick Tracy can't have a personality. Like he has to be a block of wood yeah. of a man. His personality like, is he's always wall. gonna be the straight man. You just make a joke about how much of a straight man he is.
0: Sure. Right. That that's the that's the joke is that he is the straightest, most immovable man who is constantly yeah. like committing entrapment and like he's basically a fascist but like you know that's which is why I'm advocating right. for Roland because that's basically what he does in Inherent Vice I think like yeah. that's, that's, that's yes. essentially the part he's playing as Bigfoot Bjornsson in, in Inherent mm-hmm. Vice I was trying to but obviously that would not have worked in 19 as
2: I was watching the Dick Tracy special and Dick Tracy yes. zooms in uh, as I was watching two demented pieces of demented <laughs> demented pieces of cinema but I will say this uh, there is a rubric it's a there's a a a certain rubric that that film can get graded on and I think if if you look at Dick Tracy zooms in from one specific angle uh, for me it might be like the best film of this year
0: uh, right. So let's let's let's. I'm sorry for the audience. Anyone who might not be familiar. So so Warren Beatty himself owns the rights to Dick Tracy. Yes. Um. There was there was another film production that was underway in like the mid '80s or something that didn't go through, and Warren was like, "I'm rich. What if I what if I bought the rights to Dick Tracy?" And he did. But as with these contractual stipulations, you have to produce a piece of work using the material every so often to maintain the rights to it, and so. Mm-hmm. Uh, First In the mid-2000s And then again this year uh, Warren Beatty Produced uh, 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 Specials that have only Aired one time late at night On TCM uh, The Dick Tracy special And tracy zooms in
2: a play on tracy takes on tracy ullman's show that she had i
0: no one knows I, what it's a play on and if you if you watch the special that is no more clear uh the dick tracy special is has a little bit of production value to it like it's it's shot by like janusz kaminsky or something they
2: they rented an old-timey car
0: Yeah, to like for Dick Tracy to drive, (laughs) and he goes into like a Hollywood soundstage. They got like a couple actors, like Mindy Sterling is there for whatever reason. Wendy McLendon-Covey, yeah, uh, Wendy McLendon-Covey, and uh, so it's it's Dick Warren Beatty in character as Dick Tracy goes to Leonard Moulton, (laughs) famed to film critic, to set the record straight. And they sit down in like a Charlie Rose set, just like a black curtain, and do loosely structured improv. Mm. For, like, 20 minutes, mm-hmm. where Dick Tracy grinds his axe against Warren Beatty. This is, <laughs> this is Warren Beatty in character as Dick Tracy, talking about how much he hates Warren Beatty. Yes. Warren Beatty's approach to the character talks about how much he preferred the old serials. Long extended monologues from Warren Beatty who is not an inherently funny man. You know, like, if you gave him good material, he could make you laugh, but, like, (laughs) he's he's not a fucking improv comedian. So he goes on this big spiel about, like, how do I stay young? Pomegranates. Uh, what can I say? Pomegranates, and he just goes pome- he pomegranates. Whenever he says "What so like,
2: can I say?" Minutes. he's asking like, "What else? Oh, I, what else can God. I say? About, what can I like, say?" I, I, what can I, feel I for can't that? improvise. I
0: have never seen more obvious edits than in the <laughs> sequel to this special, Tracy Zoom. Well, in.
2: yes. Uh, well, first off, I will say the 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 Tracy special. Also, there's a there's a dash of just like here's a history of Dick Tracy. It's
0: it's actually kind of informative. It's one of
2: those things that like you used to get on TV every once in a while in the '90s and in the 2000s. We're just like
0: we need to fill time for whatever
2: reason. The game show network is going to make a documentary about Press Your Luck. Here you go. Uh, That sounds good. You know, just like the the uh, the era of entertainment that existed before everyone had like products of an era that existed before like everyone had Wikipedia in their pockets all the time. Whereas right. Tracy zooms in is just like boomer. It's it's a it's boomer humor. It's a it's an SNL like level, <laughs> like uh, and it's this. And I guess they're just like, oh well, because it's zoom, we can just do hard cuts between obvious lines because like, oh, it's the zooms acting up. They don't put any kind of like glitch uh, effect on there. Tracy no. is. Uh, Dick Tracy zooms in from a black void, and he's not like in a green Ooh. office like he would be if he were zooming in. Right?
0: No, black void. Uh, but but okay. So the premise of of this special, the subsequent second special, um, it's Letterman again. Let me and, and but this time we're we're, we're raking in Bren Ma- Ben Ben Mankiewicz. Mm-hmm. All right, he's co- we're we're taking him off. Uh, uh uh he's getting like an email from Dick Tracy or whatever. Be like, Tracy wants the second the record straight again. Um <laughs> uh, and so Ben Mankowitz and Leonard Malton sit down for a zoom call with Dick Tracy and a 90-year-old man doing unwritten improv comedy. <laughs>
1: but that but it, oh I don't. I, I don't think he sounds, was actually but, but, doing but improv. That, he was just sounding. Sound. If that's not enough,
0: Leonard Balton like writes a note to Ben as while the Zoom is going on that says like Warren Beatty's on line two or whatever. So so then actual Warren Beatty. Is zoomed in next to Warren Beatty as Dick Tracy, mm-hmm. and they start like exchanging barbs, like like Eddie Murphy, Nutty Professor, like did, doing dialogue. Buddy Love doing dialogue and with himself. Yeah, Buddy
2: Love and Sherman. They're, they're Plunk, matching wits. Yes, and yeah,
0: it's 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 Austin Powers and Fat Bastard, mm-hmm. right? And like and and. You know, if you were gonna like kind of structure this in an yeah. interesting way, you would have Leonard Moulton and Ben Mankiewicz like be actively participatory in the Zoom call. No, they exist so we can cut back to them every twenty seconds, going like, "We're in Beatty's loss." <laughs> yeah, they. Lie. They're they're
2: they're usually in the bottom two fourths of the Zoom call, and they look like they look like that meme, of, like the Tucker reaction cam, <laughs> mm-hmm. where they're just both making like Whoa?
0: they look like the background people <laughs> in, like, a jackass stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, like, yeah. people who are in the furniture store are going, like, what what's the, going what on is, here? What is this old man? Like, what? who is this old man with his balls hanging out? They, they're they not
1: participating in one of those, they're, they're It's one of those things they're, where...
2: Uh, <laughs> yes. Um, pedest- it's one of those things they're, like, you know like, they're if you say a word so many Zoom. times, it completely... It sounds weird and loses its meaning, like... This Tracy zooms in, like must have broken the Guinness World Record for amount of times someone said well uh well i uh i uh well uh <laughs> just you just you hear that just every sentence well, begins I with will, uh i well every single sentence begins with oh, oh no
0: grandpa's well, brain is that, stalling that like you yeah, that's stalling his version to... of saying like oh that's a good question
2: the stuff that i cut out <laughs> the stuff that i used to cut out of like Every sentence I would say whenever I would edit a puffin sketch, just me trying to think of what my next line (laughs) is going to be. (laughs) Um, but it's it's unbelievable. But it is interesting uh, as a piece of just like I've got the Dick Tracy Blu-ray. I don't. I can't. I I, I need to look at it. It it is interesting to like even if it has this ridiculous framework to get like a 20 year like post burial like ex like post burial like a commentary on a piece of art that you did and how it was received and uh and so there is some like I wish it would I you know but I'm sure that like the way these copyright things r- work I'm positive that the folks involved did the bare minimum that they had to do in order for this to pass as a, like, film so that they could keep the rights. But, like, yeah. I would have really just enjoyed, like, mm-hmm. just a prolonged interview with Warren Beatty, like, out of character, just being like, well, I thought it was going to be this, and I've had these plans for this. And I don't, right. like, you know, like, I don't uh, Ben Mankiewicz is interviewing him or, like, Warren Beatty on Hot Ones or something, but... Uh, I I know that like they I'm sure they have like we have to have this many cuts <laughs> we have to have you have to pretend that you're performing as someone we have to legally ensure that this is a movie uh, and that's and if you're you know uh, as far as movies where like the only mm-hmm. thing they're aiming for is a legal definition of a movie uh, this one's pretty good
0: um, yeah uh, but also like it I did for a. Contractual obligation yes. that is Leonard Bolton and Warren Beatty improv-ing at each other. Mm-hmm. It's about as good as you could expect that to be. Yeah.
2: Um. And
0: I the best version of
2: that. As uh, I don't know. There, if- there, was, some, there was some moment. some moment. a weird uh kind of thing I had for it where I was like, oh, like it did touch me. It feels like a um, like Warren Beatty's like Fablemans a little bit, just him examining his life as an artist and his. Yeah, yeah, it does feel like <laughs> that, but like bad. Gives like, us a peek behind the curtain. Terrible. Uh the fable the fable, the fabeties. Uh, the, uh yep. but good. The Fabides fabeties. Yeah. Um, the the interesting curiosities.
0: Indeed, check them out on YouTube. Interesting curiosities cuz
2: what's going to happen? I, I think all three of us are going to strong, strongly recommend uh the Dick Tracy movie. Uh I'm not 100% I I, I uh, I'm sure that if we both, if we all sat out right now and did our rankings of movies that we discussed on movies for babies, this could be a, like number one for a couple folks. Um, I could, it's it's, I there. could totally see that happening. Uh, but what's going to happen is you're going to watch this movie and you're like, holy shit, this fucking rules, and you're going to want to see more things like it. But unfortunately they don't exist. They and so the best you're going to be able to get is Tracy's mm-hmm. special and Tracy zooms in.
0: Yeah, I'm going to have to like uh, I'm going to have to watch The Phantom with Billy Zing. Yeah. I'm going to have to the watch Shadow. The Shadow with Alec Baldwin.
2: Warren Beatty, you know, very clearly from the Tracy zooms in. One foot in the grave and one foot on a banana peel. Uh who who do we think if, if who do we think is is the best choice to direct a a Dick Tracy film a, a Dick Tracy New film Dick Tracy. for a modern age.
1: I feel like you know? it's almost ha- I, I don't know and this is my own limits. I don't know who I guess currently working right now that has really kind of lent into the live action cartoon thing? Like I guess maybe James Gunn. James Gunn that would probably be interesting. I have two suggestions.
0: I have two I have two ideas. I think I know uh, one of them. One of them is indeed a hat I am currently wearing. Oh, that's a I good I believe one. Sam yeah, Raimi yeah, yeah. would be an excellent choice for this, and I would love to see Raimi yeah. do movies. Yes. I know he did, like, a Marvel movie last year, but I ain't watching that. Um, if it, if it
1: was... His ideas were the best parts.
0: I agree. Uh, there's some cool Raimi shit in that. Um, but my, my primary suggestion... Um, which might be hack for me to say, but I think uh, he is almost tailor-made to do something like this. I think Edgar Wright would do a really good Dick Tracy. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I think he has style. I think he loves to get silly and cartoony with it. Um, I think this would be he would get some good actors for these parts. He would also build out like a cool ensemble. You know, like how how cool was the Scott Pilgrim ensemble? I ask you. Um, Mm. I I think I think he'd be the man for the job. I
2: think. In a real life world, if we're, if we're making a new Dick Tracy, I think like Edgar Wright is, I think he's 100% the right call, especially cause like the studios are going to want to make money off this. Um, yes. I really do kind of love the idea of a Edgar Wright directed film about Dick Tracy starring John Cena. That does sound pretty amazing. That sounds good. Uh, that sounds good. The only other person I could think of. Um, and it's purely just based on like how his films look, how his films use mm-hmm. color, how his like uh, his films do that uh that Terry Gilliam thing where they'll like frame a bad guy really close up and really low with a giant wide angle lens so that their face is super stretched out and they're yelling into the camera just like rah, 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 and it looks scary. Um mm-hmm. uh not the unfortunately not the choice that you'd make if you're wanting to like if you're if you're thinking if you're making this purely for money uh, I don't think a studio would think of this person uh but uh the the fella and of course I just lost his name Jason Eisner who directed hobo with a shotgun and kids versus aliens oh. just like oh, how yeah. he uses like these bright sat this bright Ooh. saturation this vibrance uh and how he depicts this like Ugly bad guys in film. Uh, I think uh-huh. Jason Eisner could make a really fascinating uh Dick Tracy movie. Uh one of the promises that he would want to make it super gory and violent and bloody, and that doesn't work yeah. for Dick Tracy. Um unless, you know, unless he can like can sweet uh, sweet talk some producer and be like, it's like it's like Sin City too. Remember that?
1: Uh, remember what... and they go, oh. I did once watch. Uh, bullet. Well, train. Although they did do that, but that was the spirit. <laughs> oh
2: yes, it's true.
0: Well, they did do Sin City too. It was called a Dame, a Dame to, to kill. go for.
2: Uh, I did just watch Bullet Train, and I was kind of shocked at how like violent that mainstream uh, film is. Um, mm-hmm. I was also kind of shocked by like how much I just how fast the train how was fast going. the train was going. Um, Slow but it I out. think like like a bullet. Uh, I, I don't know. I, I and Edgar Wright helmed uh, Dick Tracy, starring John Cena. That sound that sounds pretty good if you ask mm-hmm. me. That
0: sounds like a nice night at the movies. And a
2: Willem Dafoe bad guy, like sign me the Ooh. fuck up,
1: big boy Caprice. Yeah,
2: dude, sign me up.
1: Okay, but okay, here's the question: Would you like? How would you stylize the faces? Would you do prosthetics, or would you do like? mild motion cap would you do cgi or would because i would suggest this movie be done as like almost kind of motion capture a la tintin
2: Mm, that's interesting i i like the prosthetics i i think the prosthetics are the way to go i don't know that there's something about that like motion capture that like the tintin movie had that like Mm -hmm. jim carrey and a christmas carol had that like i i find that look kind of off-putting um I uh that's part of the reason I didn't see the Ten Ten movie whenever it came out, uh was just because I was like, Ugh. and I, I know mm-hmm. that's a stupid thing. I'm a stupid person for not having watched the Tin Ten movie. Um but I don't know, uh and uh, this might sound like hack or whatever, and it could this could go the wrong way, but um a Spider Verse little animated style uh Dick Tracy yeah. could be a lot of fun. Yes. That
0: would be good. Uh not be like interesting
2: not a spider verse thing where it's like it's Dick Tracy from the comics with Dick Tracy from the movie with Dick Tracy from but like no, 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 just like no, no, how no, no, that no, no, movie no, no, no. looks I think would be yes. yes
0: a cool and interesting visual style yes. not a crossover dick suck
1: <laughs>
0: not not the meme of three spider-men pointing at each other but for like <laughs> a, an entire film yeah
1: it's not three spider-men sucking each other's dicks although <laughs> although Mm.
0: Although, shooting webs, as Unless. I like to say. Oh.
1: Unless. Now, My senses are tingling.
2: Now casting a web. A web?
0: Um. Alright, so uh, that about wraps us up. Except for one little thing. Uh-oh. Uh, which is that I did promise you boys a song. Oh! Which is I did promise you boys an original song. Mm-hmm. I forgot about this. A completely this. original song that I wrote. That I composed the music for. Now, now my my partners on Skype will not be able to hear the music, but you in the audience uh, will witness this beauty in its full scope. And 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 my partners will just have to either wait for the recording or picture it in their mind's eye. Mm. Paint um, us a picture. Kevin.
2: He's gonna sing. He's gonna sing Dick Tracy by the chance, right? That's surely what that's, it is, right?
0: That's surely what it is. No, Vern. What? I've never heard of what that is. You fool! You fool! <laughs> what? Um All right, so uh, uh, I have a little song and I have prepared it and I have written the words and they are on my composition notebook. And Kevin, in the edit, I am hitting play on the karaoke track (laughs) in three, two, one, dick. I love it. Yeah, it's really good. (laughs) My dick wears a yellow coat. Yo dick, never been in a throat. My dick, loves tress true heart. Yo dick, smells exactly like a fart. My dick, adopt a little kid. Yo dick, blind like Kidvid. My dick, played by Warren Beatty. Yo dick, second Tom Brady. My dick, caught big boy caprice. Yo dick, has a weird crease. My dick, doing entrapment. Yo dick, Loves the movie Entrapment. My dick. Friends with Seymour Cassell. Your dick. When it dies, it goes to hell. My dick. Is in a world full of color. Your dick. Has never had a lover. My dick. Enjoys a glass of scotch. Yo dick. Fell off of your crotch. My dick. Loves a painting swatch. Yo dick. Actually fell off your crotch. My dick. Created by Chester Gould. Yo dick. Fell off of your crotch. My dick. On the police force. Yo dick. You got your crotch in a divorce. It's time. We'll let the world know. Yeah, that your crotch let your dick go. Your dick fell off. It's crazy. Yeah, we got dicks like Tracy. The dick fell off in a, uh, an orange paint can. Yeah, like your dick got a spray tan. Did I mention that you are Kevin Spacey? Yeah, we got dicks like Tracy.
2: Amazing. I love Incredible. it.
0: Incredible. That's my song. More more songs should feature a moment where I, you reveal that the listener was Kevin Spacey the whole time. This, I was,
2: <laughs> let me be Frank.
0: <laughs> let, me, let me
2: be big boy Caprice. Amazing. Lo- gotta, love <laughs> <laughs> gotta love a parody of a comedy song. Gotta love a parody of a comedy song.
0: Parody of comedy. It makes it comedies. even funnier. It makes it even funnier, like the movie date movie. It, yeah, it's a, a parody of comedy films. Uh, it's mm-hmm. a
2: double decker sandwich of com- of a hilarity. Mm-hmm. <laughs> of hilarity,
1: it's a parody <laughs> of <laughs> they <So> came <laughs>
0: together. That was my. It's like, <laughs> a parody of Wet Out American Summer. This
1: is a good. That was my good song.
2: Very very nice. Okay, bravo. Thank you. Thank you. Bravo. Bravo. Thank you so much.
1: I'm. Thank you. I. I I'm drawing my eyes, Kevin. Don't
0: worry. <laughs> because I brought, I brought the whole house down. like uh-huh. Madonna at the Oscars when mm-hmm. she sang sooner or later lyrics by Steven Sontag.
2: Man, we've not talked about it. I adore. I'm not, again, not a huge Madonna person, but man, I love that song sooner or later. That song is so yeah. dreamy. That song. Like you want to, you need to make a late night run or a late night. Uh, you want, you want to make a late night walk over to a seven 11, uh, during the summer, whenever the the sun's gone down and the street lights are on, and you want to put the headphones on and listen to, sooner or later, you're going to have a good time on that walk.
0: Have a good little uh, walk. Sooner and or later, is a, songs in this movie is a dr- written by dreamy, Sondheim.
2: dreamy, dreamy track. And uh, uh, I remember my sister and I uh, just la- cackling. We laughed so hard. We would rewind the VHS to rewatch it over and over madonna in that movie going i want more we thought that was so funny (laughs) just like how tight she was closing her eyes and how hard she was shouting i want more in that uh Mm -hmm. in that montage we thought that was so funny um but yeah the soundtrack is good the production design is good everything about like it's a little wonky script wise but also like i don't know it's The vibes carry it, man. The vibes carry it. That movie, uh, this movie is uh, wonderful. Um, Mm -hmm. I watched it for the first time in a long time.
0: Two years ago?
2: It was during quarantine. And uh, Mm -hmm. uh, I've been just hooked on finding adventure stuff ever since. Got me back into 1010. Got me back into Lupin. Made me watch Chinatown for the first time. Like, uh, this uh, this Dick Tracy movie will uncork something in you. Uh, but uh, uh, it's a good uncorking, I think.
0: I agree. I love getting uncorked by Dick. Getting
2: uncorked by Dick. Uh, I think it's great. Yeah. Uh, I think this
0: movie's great. Yeah. I think talking to my friends about it is great. What a great experience. What a great experience. This uh, is.
2: Folks at home, uh, uh, two, two things I'd like to plug real quick. Uh, you got to... There's a uh, an artist I follow on Instagram who I'm a big fan of. They're at Dick Tracy Rogues Gallery, uh, and they just uh, draw yes. a bunch of Dick Tracy characters uh, in this fun little comic book style. I'm a big fan of theirs, and also uh, shameless plug: um, you gotta check out uh, one of the best things I've ever written in my entire life is my review of the movie Dick Tracy on my letterbox. It's so yeah, go check it out. <laughs> so, that's that's like my more like not saying my tr- my thoughts I've uh, expressed here are not true, but uh, I put some thought into my thoughts about Dick Tracy whenever I wrote that review, and that get, that's the that's the more in depth uh, review from me. Uh, I just like Dick Tracy. It's cool to solve crimes. It's nice to have like a good cop, <laughs> even if it's a. Good cop. Uh, it's nice to you know have a finally have a cop in one of these movies that's competent, <laughs> that's good at what they do, that cares about justice and blah 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 blah, mm-hmm. and does not bend or break under the pressure of to, to be a bad guy. Uh, that's nice.
0: <laughs> be a bad guy. Be a bad guy. Uh,
2: and uh, yeah, funny a bad just, guy. Dustin Hoffman a bad mumble guy. and really funny.
0: He funny. Uh, when it's they slow stuff. it down, it's good stuff.
2: I was about to do the bit, but then I don't. I don't want to spoil it for anyone who's not seen it. Cause
0: it's yeah, you gotta. <laughs> we we actually kind of stayed pretty spoiler free on this one because we just want you to go watch Dick Tracy. We just talked about why it's good.
2: Absolutely. I got the Blu-ray for Dick Tracy. Like it was new; it'd never been opened. Uh, but I got it for like six bucks. <laughs> <Of course. laughs> like, and that movie, like, that's a movie that you want to treat yourself to a Blu-ray of, or see in a motion picture theater. I'm assuming it's on Disney Plus. Um, I've not looked. I don't
0: think so, actually. It's been on HBO Max a couple times. I know it's like a touchstone thing, but it's possible the rights are in like a weird place. Hmm. Um, But, you know, it's fucking worth the $4 HD rental. Absolutely. You know, like, just. Just rent a movie every now and again. It's not all about what's on streaming services. Just watch a
2: movie. Um, It's all part of a well-balanced media diet. You can't only do new releases. you got to go back and explore some of the things you missed or re-examine things that you've not seen in a long time.
0: It's all important. There's so so much beautiful uh, skinema out there, and it would be a shame to limit yourself just to uh, the everyday new releases, though... Good new movies come out all the time. This is true. Um, speaking of new movies, the next film oh that the babies will be discussing. Oh, boy. That we are all, ooh, anxiously anticipating. Ooh, everyone is, is, is really excited for this one, uh, especially after all the reviews have come out. Uh, the babies will, as you might imagine, be discussing the new Super Mario Brothers movie. Which I believe is called the Super Mario Brothers movie. Yes,
2: I think so. Yeah.
0: Whereas we have previously talked about Super Mario
1: Brothers, uh, the movie, but this is I think we're going back to the trend of blank the movie or the blank movie, which I'm all for. I love that.
2: I'm, I'm yeah, I'm down with that as a as a little cliffhanger for my emotional arc going into the Mario movie. The only thing that made me see both Sonic movies was that like my friends wanted me to see it for entertainment purposes mm-hmm. uh i was mm-hmm. dreading walking mm-hmm. into those theaters um and uh the pandem- pandemic happening the instant sonic the hit he- my screen it was sonic the hedgehog ended uh like reassured that like why i shouldn't watch these movies yeah. <laughs> um I I, I saw a a Bollywood film the day of the uh, the election where, like, Trump got elected. (laughs) Whenever I got out of the theater, like, Trump was president. And I was like, I wish I hadn't seen that movie. I feel like it's my fault. (laughs) And I kind of feel the same way about the Sonic the Hedgehog movie. But I will say, having not seen the Mario movie right now, where I'm at with that is uh, (laughs) kind of like I was before another uh, experience involving mushrooms. It's like, ooh, this could go either way. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> this could go either way. Mm-hmm. This could be really good or really bad. And uh, I, uh, I'm, a, I'm just uh, a little anxiety about this. is uh, a little nerve-wracking.
0: You know, worst comes to worst, we just watch a not very good movie. Which we've done before. Yep. And we'll do again.
2: Uh, a million times. Uh, but we didn't do it with this movie. No, sure did not.
0: Love to talk about good ones. I have some ideas for good ones we could cover after Mario.
2: Yeah, 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 me as well. So
1: some of them we've long talked about. Yes, which we which we have like on this very show. On this very show, we've talked about it live. You
0: know, so listeners, write in if you want us to talk about Kung Fu Hustle or the Adventures of tinted Let us
2: hear. Let them hear. Please. Mm
0: -hmm. Let them hear
1: you. Tell us, Forrest. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Please. With your cast, your vote, your vote matters, <laughs> um, and uh, yeah. So, so I don't know. That that's been your movies for babies for this month, where we talked about Dick Tracy. We encourage you all to get Dicked on your own time. Spend some time getting Dicked today, and uh, and eat lead Tracy. Yeah, eat lead Tracy, and as always, eat lead Tracy.
1: So-